0: Hello? Hello? Wait, hold back. We can't start like this. How is it going, everybody? My name is Luke Salton from the Hockey with Elsie podcast. Well, it's been a while. So Lexington. I just want to hop on here, bring you guys back another episode. And it really been way too long. been mid-May when I had an episode with Colton. But right after that, I recorded a um, podcast with Lucas Cormier. Charlton Anders, defenseman, and a third round, 78th overall, I believe, the Vegas oldest Knights. I really haven't got out because after I broke my wrist, lost my motivation, but hey, we're back in this. Let's go. April 14th is when I did it. I went to mid-May. Luke Scorman, I got right here. If you guys want to keep on listening, just please give me a share. Share on all social medias. I want to do a great podcast. I'll kind of do a different twist. So, recently, we have a new class in school, and been about podcasting and i've been helping out my classmates get through this and i was like hey if i'm gonna help teach get through this i need to be back in my podcast. i really want to do this i have a passion for it so i hope i can bring you guys a great episode out. kind of may ride it, it switch it up and show you guys some stuff i learned in school and bring it into this episode let's go let's get into it looks all in we're on it hawk with teltz sign off for now here is Charlton Anders defenseman Lucas Cormier. Lucas, how's it going?
1: It's going great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good. So first off, the other day I saw you and Cedric DeRusso both got 90 overalls and NHL 21. Well, That's pretty cool. Probably growing up, playing the game. How cool is that to see you on EA Sports Instagram as a 90 overall?
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. I I didn't, I, didn't play the game a whole lot when I was uh, growing up, but I definitely know where it is. And uh, I don't know how we got up there, but it was pretty cool.
0: When seeing that, what were your emotions really going through your head? Did you have a bunch of people texting you? Was your phone blowing up? How was that?
1: Well, uh, a couple of my friends just like texting me, like wondering uh, how it was there and stuff. But uh, no, not really. I, just, I think the Islanders posted it on, on social media, and that's what uh, got the attention attention of everyone.
0: Yeah, that must have been pretty good. So I wanna to touch up on your midget career with the Moncton Flyers. Had a pretty talented team. An Islanders player Patrick LeBlanc was on that team. How was that experience?
1: Yeah, well we had a, a great team in midget. We had a I still have a lot of friends from that team. And uh, like you said Patrick was, was on that team. We've played together since we're since we're really young. I think uh there's only one year of hockey that we haven't played together. So uh we're really good friends. We grew up together, and it's fun to have him here in Charleston.
0: So I know you guys always been playing together, and now how is your chemistry bringing it to the QMJHL level?
1: Yeah, I, I think I know what he can do on the ice, and uh, he knows uh, what I can do. So I think we we just know like uh, where we're gonna where each other. Like when we're on the ice together, we we know where the other guy's gonna be, and uh, just to, to make some uh, some extra nice passing plays or something. Like I think. Uh, at this point in the season, pretty much all our team has good chemistry. So it's just nice to have that little uh, extra chemistry.
0: Talking about chemistry, I want to touch up on the first power play in the league. So you run and basically the backbone of that power play, always setting up the plays. What really goes through your mind when you're on that power play?
1: Yeah, well, I think uh, we always have a a good game plan uh, heading into to the game. Uh, just uh, seeing what the other team does with the, the PK and the, our goal is just to, to get some pucks in the net. My job is just to distribute the puck to uh, either Noah on one side or or Setti. That's been uh, that's been hot, so uh, you can't really go wrong by uh, giving those guys the puck and uh, getting some pucks in the net sometimes.
0: Touching on Noah Lowen, your defenseman partner, both TMJ Cho, first round players. How on a veteran like him to play with? How is that?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been great for sure. Ever since he came uh, to the island, I was. Uh, 16 in the, the second half and he came as a 17 year old and ever since that ever since that we've played together so uh we've definitely developed some some great chemistry and he's uh we're good friends off the ice too so so that helps for sure and uh I think we we complement each other well on the ice he's a good defensive uh player and uh he we can we pass the puck well to each other and uh yeah he's been a great partner for me
0: as an offensive defenseman what kind of role would you say you have for the Charlton Anders hockey club
1: I think I, I like to bring offense to the team uh, as a defenseman but uh I can't uh, take away like uh, the defensive side of things so I think that's the the most important play defense first and then the the offense will come but this year we we've had a great team so I think it's just nice to to see everyone that uh, contributed and hopefully we'll we'll go far in the playoffs there
0: Looking like a pretty scary team considering you have about 5 of the top goal scorers in the league out of like 10 you brett bradley cedric dare so and thomas casey all very dominant when feeding them a puck and them give back to you how is the chemistry working out
1: there yeah well that line's been great all year for us uh it's no uh it's no surprise that they're all uh up there top in the league and in, in scoring they've been uh they've been really good and as a line they develop some some great chemistry so whenever we're on the ice with them it's just uh so fun to just uh play play in the offensive zone because that's uh that's usually where, where that line plays and uh like obviously uh said has been uh, on fire scoring goals and then budgie's a good playmaker and thomas is is right up there getting all the, the points as well and they're they're working hard that's what makes it like uh that much of a, of a good line and they don't like sacrifice their defensive game either so
0: when in December you were training with Team Canada, you got brought up there, a very hard battle, but definitely when being the younger age group and you have another chance at it next year, what do you want to show Team Canada staff that they made a mistake on last year when cutting you and showing up with all your game for next year?
1: Yeah, it was, uh for sure, it was not the, the outcome I wanted, but it was a, a great experience to to go there and uh, learn from some of the older guys that were there. Uh, some guys played a, uh, some games in the NHL already that, that were there. So uh, it was fun to, to learn from them and make new friends. And uh, I'm going to bring my experience next year and just be ready and uh, do everything I can to, to make that team. It's been a dream of mine since I'm young. So uh, I really want to be part of that team next year.
0: So you guys were in lockdown for quite some time when there was a case announced at the training camp for Team Canada. I know you guys had bites in your room. Want to kind of bring us through that experience?
1: Yeah, that was actually like those 14 days went by pretty fast. Hockey Canada did a, did a great job of like, uh, giving us stuff to do. We had some meetings, like, uh, usually a workout at 10 AM in the morning. And then we have, uh, another, like a coaches meeting around three. But between that we have like, uh, like we have our meals delivered to our rooms and stuff. And then we have COVID tests around two o'clock every day. And then, like I said, coaches meeting at three. And then at seven, there was usually a team activity. So we do like we did poker one night. We did uh, some painting, a bunch of different stuff. It was it was fun and it was good to build some team chemistry.
0: Speaking on quarantine, I know when you guys came back at Christmas time to Charlton, you guys stayed at the Gables. How was your experience with Sam Oliver being quarantined with him?
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was fun to be with. Sam, I got to, to know him more as a person. It was uh I knew him a little bit. Like uh, of course, for being teammates, you, you know all the the guys in the team pretty well. But uh to stay with him for 14 days, it was uh, it was fun for sure. And we watched uh, it was playoff season football, so we we watched a lot of football and uh, did a lot of things together. So that was fun.
0: So I heard you're a big golfer, and your team is going to go golfing on the upcoming Sunday when you guys get out of quarantine. How pumped up are you to go golf? Yo, what's up, future Lucas? You might be confused because you're thinking about quarantine. Well, this was in June. Just giving you guys a little notification kind of in the mind, as I said earlier. So let's get right back.
1: Yeah, well, there's a, there's a lot of guys on our team that are uh, that are like big golfers. I uh, you know Noah Lau and Bailey Peach. Uh, a lot of us have been talking about about golfing for, for a while now. So it's going to be fun to finally get out on the course and uh, be with all the teammates. It should be a fun time. So I
0: see that you put up some pretty good scores for golf. Got a good golf story for
1: us. Not really sure what stories. I never uh, never got a hole in one or any of that, but I played a lot of golf tournaments growing up and that was fun for sure. It, uh, it taught me like uh, how to deal with pressure and all those, uh, all those different things. Uh, I think golf's really a, a sport that, that has a lot of pressure. You play alone and uh, you can't let the, the emotions get the best of you. So that was a good learning experience for sure. So talking
0: about growing up, obviously a multi-sport athlete, how have your parents helped you through all the ups and downs, helping you get to the point where you are today?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be here without them. All my, my parents, my sister, and uh, even all my family, I think, uh, they've all supported me in, in whatever I, I want to do, whether it was uh, like any sport, really. They, they supported me, like just driving us to the rank every morning. And uh, my dad was, was coaching me up. All the way up to bantam, so he was uh he was a big influence on me too. And my mom uh, was always at the rink with us, even even if my dad was coaching, she was always at the early mornings at the rink watching us play and always uh supporting us. So uh yeah, it was, it's fun to to have them, and they're still supporting me now. So uh, I'm really appreciative with for all the everything they do for me.
0: So I know your sister's quite a hockey player herself. How have you guys helped each other through your guys's hockey journey?
1: Yeah, well I think. It was fun to, to like have a, someone to, to kind of play with in the basement and stuff. My, my mom did, uh, like a rank in the basement when we were younger. So we have all the, the boards and stuff. And we spent a lot of time in there and, uh, and, and Adam, Adam, uh, we actually played together. We were D partners. So, uh, that was a fun year for sure. And, uh, still up to this day, we, we still, uh, like, uh, she watches uh, most of my games and I watch, uh, some of her games when I can. And, uh yeah i like to, to keep in touch with her and we're really close so
0: so talking about being d partners who would you say was the better d partner there
1: <laughs> i don't know we had some arguments sometimes i think on the bench but uh it was uh we had a we had a good team that year uh patrick was on that team too uh a lot a couple of guys, other guys that played in the queue right now we're on that team so uh yeah it was uh we didn't lose too many games that year but uh It was fun for sure she's a year younger than me so uh she was uh learning learning a lot from us the older guys and i think uh, she had a lot of fun
0: so talking about your sister going ncaa have that ncaa route ever came in mind for you or were you always set in stone on the qmj show
1: yeah well uh, in my qmj show draft year i was uh kind of debating whether or not i I was gonna go to the queue or NCAA, but when it came closer to the draft, I was uh, pretty set to to go to the queue. and uh, I'm really happy with my decision. Uh, ever since I came in Charlottetown, has been nothing but uh, but the big things uh, that that's happened to me, and I've had a lot of fun. My billets here in Charlottetown have been have been unreal. Everything they they've done for me has been has been great. From cooking food and just uh, the way they they care so much for me, so uh, it's been good to to be in Charlottetown and the teams that we had all those years were always. Uh, it was always some good teams and a lot of friendship that'll come with it too.
0: When hearing your name being called fourth overall, how was that at the QMJHL draft?
1: It was fun. I had a lot of family there in Shawinigan, So, uh, when my name got called, they were all, uh, they were all really excited for me. And it was, uh, it was fun to see how much everyone in my, my family cared and just, uh, just to be there and live the moment with them. And, uh, it was for sure really exciting to go to Charlottetown. I was, uh, it was a great opportunity and I'm, I'm really happy how that, that day turned out.
0: At this year's QMJ trade deadline, the Islanders acquired fifth <laughs> overall pick in your draft. Patrick Gay. How have you seen the town of Patrick Gay play out for the Islanders?
1: Yeah, he's been, he's been great. I had never, uh, I knew who he was because I like the same draft year as me and stuff, but uh, I didn't know him personally before, uh, before this year, but uh, yeah, he's been, he's been great for the team. He's been, he's really good in the locker room all the boys love him and uh on the ice is just a speaks for itself what he does so uh, it's been a great addition to the team
0: when on the draft topic how was your NHL draft third round to vegas who is a really new team but lots of and a very good team stanley cup contenders how was that virtual draft like for
1: yeah it was a lot different than the than the q draft for sure it was a uh, completely different just living it all at home but. Uh, it was the same thing with all my family there. So that was, uh that was fun to live it with them. And that was another dream that I had since I'm young to, to get drafted. So when that happened, it was uh everyone was so happy and uh, it was just a day that I'll never forget. So
0: I know you got shipped at 31 NHL hats for being like one of the top prospects or something in the draft. What have you done with all the hats other than the Vegas hat?
1: <laughs> my dad has a, uh, my dad saved all of them to put them in the, like a collection downstairs or something. I think he actually ordered another Vegas hat just to add it to the collection and uh, have the 31 hat sitting somewhere in the basement.
0: That's pretty funny, I <coughs> just got to say. So going on to my next question, the Andres have goaltender Colton Ellis, and you guys both bought the team Take A Sushi earlier in the year when you, guys sound, when you guys signed your NHL contract. How important giving back to your teammates who develop? your skill and your coaches always help you through the ups and downs as to you.
1: Yeah. Well, we have, uh, like we said, multiple times we have good chemistry this year. It's been really fun with the boys. And uh, so she's kind of been like a tradition, like uh, ever since I'm here anyways, like a PO bought it for us when he signed and then did the same thing. So then it was just a tradition that we, we wanted to do the same thing uh, as they did. It was fun. And I think the boys all appreciated it.
0: That's pretty generous looking on it. And I gotta say, got a great defense coach of Guy Girard. How has Guy helped you through your game and helped you improve it?
1: Yeah, Guy's been uh he's been great ever since I came to Charlottetown. all the coaching staff has just been uh really good. Jim's been been good with me, Guy and it started with Brad, the other coach and now Hendo. They've all uh it's everything they do where they put so much time and, and effort into putting the team better and they just want the best for for each and every one of us uh, while making the team win. So it's been it's been good to to play for for the Islanders and play for the, that coaching staff.
0: I must know. Growing up, have you ever been to any NHL games? Because it's obviously a lifetime experience for everyone. Maybe eventually you play in one, which you probably will with your talent. Have you ever been to a game?
1: Yeah, I've been to uh, to a few. I'd say probably around. Uh, Seven, seven, eight, probably. I I went to a few with my with my grandpa. Uh, he brought me to a few games, and we went to a few as a family. So uh, it was always really fun to to go to those games and moments that I'll I'll never forget. As a kid, it was uh it was crazy to to see those your idols play right in front of you.
0: How is your conversation with Vegas going since the draft? been?
1: well, uh, they've been uh I've been in touch with them. Has been the the development guy his name's will nickel we've been uh we've been in contact like uh once every every couple weeks it's uh touching up and he's asking uh, how's it going and stuff so it's been uh it's been pretty good it's just uh telling me like stuff to improve on and uh, stuff like that
0: i remember that when you got drafted i was scrolling through the tweet and everyone was so hyped about your pick when vegas picked you because I've was seen a steal and was obviously a steal of a pick. To see that much support from the Vegas fan base, how was that?
1: It was fun for sure. I did a, uh, I didn't look through 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 a lot of comments. I I obviously had a a lot of nice messages from a uh, from a lot of people that I know. So I I took a lot of time uh, answering all of those. So uh, it was fun to to see the support from uh, from everyone and uh, just people that I I haven't talked to in years that were reaching out. It was uh it was good to see that
0: as seeing people from your hometown reaching out obviously a small town and everyone comes together how has that been and what was that one person who helped you through your minor hockey and really developed you as a player
1: well I think like I said earlier I think my my parents have been big uh big influences on me like I said my dad was was always one of the coaches when I was growing up so he helped me a lot uh just even like watching hockey at home like always pausing it and uh and like explaining stuff on the TV and stuff like that. So I think that's uh, like my, my parents have been a huge influence for me.
0: Has there ever been that one coach that helped you get that drive and move it up? Has it been your dad, as you said, he coached you up to Bantam or has there been your magic coach with the Flyers who helped
1: you? Well, I, all through my career, I, I was really fortunate to, to be on a lot of good teams and have a, a lot of great coaches. Uh, my dad was like, Mostly assistant coaches for all those years, so I had uh, I had a great coach and Adam Peele was the same coach, and then uh, my coach and him and Midget also. It, they all brought something different, and uh, all of them were just uh, really helpful for my uh, for my career. And they still uh, I'm in touch with most of them uh, or, or all of them still uh, to this day. So it's uh, it, it was good to to have uh, all those good coaches and learn from uh, different styles from all of them.
0: So lots of hockey players have a lot of routines and rituals. Do you have any superstitions, like rituals, yourself? Uh,
1: not a lot of superstitions. I I think I for sure I have like a ritual that I like to do before every game. Like uh, take my stick when I get to the rink and then uh, go through like a warm up and play play sewer and all th- those kind of stuff. But uh, for superstitions, I don't think I have a lot. So I hear all
0: the players talking about how much style you have on the ice for the viewers. It's style when spray painting your stick. What kind of gave you that idea?
1: I don't know. I think that's just, uh, that's just seeing it like uh, on the TV and uh, uh, trying stuff out. I think uh, it's fun to, to mess around with that stuff. Uh, I know myself and a lot of other guys on the team, we we love to talk about like sticks and all those, those different kinds of things. So uh, it's just a little bit of fun added to it.
0: So with your stick, you have the brand new Bauer Nexus Geo. How have you liked it, and how have you adapted when using that new stick?
1: Yeah, ever since I tried it, I, I started the year with the Flylight, and uh, ever since I got the Geo, I think it's been a uh, been really good to me. I've uh, liked the the pop of it, and uh, I, I like the, the feel of the stick. So uh, yeah, ever since I, I tried it at the, I think it was in December, it was uh, I, I really liked it.
0: So I know it was suggested to you for, for, to switch to the geo, but how did you like the Flylight in comparison to the geo?
1: Uh, I think, uh, well, the Flylight's like a low kick point and, uh, the geo is more of a mid kick point. So uh, I think this, uh, well, my geo stick now is a little bit more, I have the same amount of flex, but it feels, uh, when I shoot, it feels a little bit more uh, whippy and I like that, uh, about it. And uh, I, I think I can control my shot, uh, I wouldn't say a lot better, but I think uh, the, I've liked the, the GEO so far, what it's given me. So on
0: your off-seasons, you're always going through lots of workouts and on a string. Want to bring us through a day in your off-season usually?
1: Well, uh, we usually I work out in, in Dieppe. It's about 40 minutes from my house. So I wake up around 7, 8, and then I, I drive up there. We work out at, uh, I think it's 10, if I if I remember correctly. And then after that, it's usually uh, we love to play golf, me and my friends. So uh, after workout, we uh we often go play around a golf or uh, just uh, spend time with family or friends, really.
0: So I know you always grew up in the Moncton area. Have you been watching the Islanders play Moncton throughout there? Or have you ever seen an Islanders game growing up?
1: Yeah, well, watching the queue the growing up, obviously, I was a fan of the Wildcats being from uh, – Near Moncton area, so uh, as a fan, I was a uh, I was a Wildcats fan, but it was always fun to go at the rank and seeing uh, those guys. We would uh, always look up to those guys growing up. So it was uh, it was really fun to uh, to see that, and now to be a part of the league is uh, really special.
0: One embracing playing against players that you probably grew up watching, or even just playing against that organization, how surreal is that?
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, it's special, like I said, to play. Like uh, I it's uh when I was growing up, it was the Coliseum in Moncton, so I was uh, always going to watch some games there. And uh, my first year in the league, that's when the the Avenir Center was a uh, was uh, home rank. So I never got to play in the rank that I was actually watching when I was growing up. But it's uh it's always fun to go play those games in Moncton.
0: Talking about the Avener Center, a beautiful stadium, ranking like that, pro like mentality but if you look over to Quebec City a professional stadium like NHL built how playing in a stadium like that how is it helping you start up playing in front of crowds like that in the NHL and or pro in the future
1: yeah it's always uh it's always fun to play in those bigger in those bigger ranks it's always uh loud and with a lot of fans it brings some some extra energy but there's uh there's something about like small ranks too that just uh when there's a lot of people in a small rink, it gets so loud. And maybe uh, like the East Link Center in the, in the playoffs my first year, we were unable to have it in the second year. But I, I love the energy that the, the crowd here in Charlottetown gives. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll have to, we'll have we'll get to hear it again this year with a little limited crowd. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure that the fans will be uh, cheering loud and, loud and proud. On the
0: stadiums, you've been in the queue for a couple of years. Two were probably most of the QMJHL arenas. What's your favorite one to playing with the most momentum and velocity?
1: Well, I think uh, it'd probably be Moncton just because uh, that's where I, I grew up close to Moncton. And when I played there, there's always uh, a lot of family and friends there. And just uh, playing against the Wildcats, I, it's, always, uh, it's always fun to go to the Avenir Centre. New rank you, so it's a lot, of, a lot of fun.
0: Through your years with the Anders, you guys always get a pre-game meal or a post-game meal sorry what's your favorite post game meal that you guys usually get um
1: i think i love the the chicken farm when we have that option that's usually what i go with it's uh never a bad option it's good uh, everywhere we go so uh chicken farm is always uh it's always a good one for sure
0: definitely could sense that after lots of hockey players got the chicken parms have you been growing up eating lots of like pasta chicken parm before your games or do you usually have a pre-game meal that you even eat
1: yeah usually it's uh it's not always the same but it's usually chicken and rice and sometimes i'll go with chicken pasta but it's always uh involving some chicken or actually mixing some salmon a couple times this year but it's always something uh pretty healthy to be uh fueled up for the game so
0: i gotta know what's on your playlist before a game when you're listening to some music
1: well uh during the day like uh going to the rank and stuff i i listen to country i'm a big country guy so uh that's uh, I, I mostly have country on in my car or or French music sometimes, but uh, when it gets culture to the game, Budgie has the, the playlist uh in the room and it's uh, it's some good music too, it gets the boys pumped up. So,
0: talking on the country, have you ever been to the Cavendish Beach Music Festival as your hometown is boarding PI?
1: Yeah, I only uh, I went once in my uh, I think it was two years ago when uh, it was Eric Church, Carrie Underwood that were there. It was a lot of fun. I went with my, my friends from home, and we had uh, a lot of fun that weekend.
0: That definitely would be a blast. And, Lucas, thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. Have a good night.
1: Yeah, thank you, Lucas.
0: Hi, everyone. It's Lucas, the host of Hockey with L-T, the podcast you're listening to right now. Well, that's kind of common sense. Pershing said, but, hey, um, 500. I'm saying 500 streams. And, hey, I'll give out a Hockey with L-T hoodie. You must be asking. Why why would you just give it up? Hey. Flexitude. I'm gonna be honest with you. Just me and you talking here. I wouldn't have made this podcast without the feedback. I had so many people Flexitude. saying, Lucas, your podcasts are great. I really wanna hear another just This means so much and really goes down to the bottom of my heart. Flexitude. I kinda got that listen. If your motivation doesn't seem like a lot but you know it means a lot to others that should drive it on up and go create the work create your goal and take over. Let's I'm taking in. over or try and take over podcast. Hawker thoughts this is the future. my name is Luke saltton. I'm out.